a Radio 191 FM podcast. The Aotearoa Legal Workers Union has just released their employment information report that finds that lawyers' mental health continues to be greatly impacted due to high workload and subject matter of the profession. Bullying by senior staff was frequently mentioned throughout the report as being one of the predominant causes of poor mental health. We are joined by the president of Aotearoa Legal Workers Union, Isabella Lehan Aiken, to talk to us about the report, what the union and what the union aims to do. Welcome to the show, Isabella. Kia ora, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Firstly, the legal workforce is one of the oldest in the country, yet it has not yet been unionized. It's just now been unionised. Why now? Yeah, it is actually a really interesting thing. Often lawyers are compared to other professionals like doctors or engineers or teachers um, who are really well unionised. And um, it's interesting that lawyers um, you know, are only now in Aotearoa um, becoming unionised in the same fashion. The reason why... ALWU or the Aotearoa Legal Workers Union was established was in response um, and I'm sure listeners can can recall this um, the, the publication of some news in 2018 that there were there was uh, terrible sexual assault at one of New Zealand's premier law firms um, and that uh, shone light onto cultural issues within the legal profession around misuse of power that was um, unfortunately and sadly and and grossly manifesting itself in the sexual assault of junior uh, lawyers by often senior partners. Um, And so in response to that, junior lawyers organised themselves and decided that establishing a union was one of the best and most tried ways of recalibrating power within uh, a workplace and to actually give power and legitimacy to employees to say, hey, the health and safety practices of this workplace are unacceptable, the pay of this workplace is unacceptable, and for there to be a legal framework for which they can um, follow in order to remedy and essentially um, retain and keep and, and grow the power of, of workers. Yes, and so are lawyers signing up to this union and how hard is it to unionise a workforce that has a reputation for being so-called well-off? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. I think uh, in response to ALWU establishing, we've had really great membership. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got about a 1,000 members um, on our list and they are in... Um, uh, some of them are students, some of them are, um, most of them work at private law firms um, and some also in the public sector. Um, mainly our membership is young lawyers, um, like junior lawyers up to about five years post-qualification experience um, and with about five years post-qualification experience, sorry. Um, and I think that your second point around how hard has it been to establish the culture of unionism. I think this is a really interesting point because largely people of a similar age to me, I'm in my mid-twenties, haven't grown up with unions being a cultural institution that we're really familiar with. And that's because the 1990 suite of reforms to our Employment Relations Act has essentially um, 
reduce the power of unions and that has meant that um, with the wave of voluntary uh, union membership has meant that, you know, now we're um, dealing with a situation in Aotearoa that many people aren't member of unions and they actually are not entirely sure what unions do or the power that unions can hold um, in a collective sense. And so not only are we having to establish the role of a union within the legal workforce, but a lot of the work that we do is actually educating people about what unions are and what power they hold and discussing the successes that unions have had um, in, in the past and still today. And then they are a, a very relevant institution that people should subscribe to and join and be a part of. Yeah. Um, you know, if we can look at things around like pay equity and, and the changes that... Um, the benefits that, that women have had due to union membership and all of the changes recently, if fair pay agreements were just announced yesterday, you know, yeah, that's the yeah. power of workers, that's the power of unions and um, we need to tell that story better so that young people can, can recognise that and join up. Yeah, no, awesome. And so the 2021 Employment Information Report that was based on the survey that went out to all union members had an overwhelmingly high 83% of people that stated that their mental health had suffered due to workplace pressures. And some union members had stated that they were experiencing burnout and suffering from anxiety and stress. Have you seen this increase of your members coming to you with the same concerns over the last few years? Yeah, I don't think that we've necessarily... Um, so the, the report, just to clarify, went out to all lawyers. So some... Sorry, all... Not only LWU members could complete the survey, so it went out to um, to lawyers, regardless of whether they're an LWU member. And so the interesting thing is, I think, with the mental health stuff, is that we haven't... Like, that has been a really key issue that has come up in the last three reports that we've yeah. done. And it comes up in the individual advocacy. So part of the work that ALWU does is provide individual advocacy to people. And often that is around breaches of health and safety obligations in relation to people's mental wellbeing. So it's definitely an issue that continues to come up. I think that globally with, you know, the stresses of the world (laughs) and COVID, we've seen a heightened, um, and, you know, there's lots of evidence to suggest this, um, heightened pressures that put greater pressure on people's well-being but I think that there's a large um, culture of people being exploited in legal workplaces and so the global situation has only exacerbated and brought that stuff to light it hasn't created it yes yeah and I guess for we are both um, students here and for new law graduates coming into the workforce do you feel that um, entering this work scene now that they are going to be more aware of these workplace issues? Yeah, I think that for, like, if I could give advice to people who are currently students and who are going into the workplace, it would be make sure you read reports like this, whether you're in the legal profession or not, um, and actually think about where you want to work for the alignment that it has with your values. So you don't want to go into a place where you're exploited and you spend every night, um, you know, staying up late doing the work. You actually want to have a good life. You want to have a good job, but you also want to do other things outside of your work. And asking 
employers hard questions about how they are addressing the issues that have come to light in the report is actually a really important way, A, of holding employers accountable and also, B, determining whether it's a place that you want to work, you know. Yeah. Although that there are lots of law firms that have been um, shown in this report to not necessarily have good practices around pay or not have good practices around health and safety, there are legal work for, legal workplaces that are really... Um, you know, taking control of this and are reshaping the narrative and they should also be um, acknowledged for their work. Um, but also the other thing I'd say is that the public sector lawyers um, have traditionally, public sector lawyers have in this report have received higher re- remuneration than um, private sector lawyers, especially junior lawyers. And what this report has shown is that that has shifted as a result which we can assume is the result of the public sector pay freeze, which has meant that the salaries of public sector workers hasn't increased. And we think that there's also an argument here that lawyers need to put pressure, especially those working in the public sector, on the public sector, on the state, to actually provide good working conditions because they are the ones that set the tone and set the bar for how other private law firms can then respond. And it is unacceptable that they've capped salaries at a time when living co- the living costs are going through the roof. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And for the listeners out there, how can they contact you and the union to get in touch? Yeah, our website is lwu.org.nz um, and you're welcome to go on there and sign up. Um, it's, you're also welcome to contact us through any social media, Instagram, um, Facebook and Twitter. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions about the report or about LWU, um, and if you're a student, it's free to join. And if you earn over 50K, it's $50 a year. So we're trying to really make it an accessible way for people to receive the, the support and solidarity that a union provides. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Isabella. Thanks for having me. That was the president of Aotearoa's Legal Workers Union. And coming up, we have Lime Cordial with Screw Loose. You are listening to R1 News here on Radio 1. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.